It's over in Piscataway. 30-point loss. Welcome in. Michigan Basketball Post Game Live. I'm Dennis Fithian. Thanks for being with us for this game where we'll take you through what happened with Michigan in game number 29 on the year. They had Doug McDaniel back on the road after his six-game away from home suspension, but it was a frustrating night for U of M. They got down 14 to one and it was Rutgers. Like you'd say, what did Rutgers look like? They were the aggressors. Yeah, they did. They came out Rutgers did and they attacked them. The Scarlet Knights put it to them driving sticking Jays Rutgers up 25 points in the first half, Michigan, Towards the end of the half, they go to a 2-3 zone. They get a 10-0 run. So it was just 15. Just 15 at the half. Michigan was down 41-26. to But it was a blowout all the way through, right from the jump. No fight tonight for U of M. And Jawan Howard won't be able to play that card after this game out in New Jersey. Sunday, he was uh, leaning on uh, the effort. He was very proud of his guys. He can't say any of that tonight because they're, you know, even if um, even if they were giving effort, it didn't look like it. They they couldn't stop the Scarlet Knights defensively. When you say things like you've never seen a worse defensive team, there was uh, there was one play, and, and Michigan did call a timeout. But it was like this all game long. Rutgers took Michigan off the dribble, attacked the lane, attacked the basket, and Michigan couldn't do anything about it. Michigan hasn't been able to do anything about it this year and really last year. They, You've heard it in basketball, the Ole defense. Come on down. Michigan plays an Ole defense, and Rutgers was right on top of that tonight attack the basket on Michigan. They won't get in front of you. They are not good at rotating over and guys just, it was a, a a layup line. Layups, dunks over and over. It was uh whatever, all the things that you had said, I mean, it was, it was pitiful clown show, gong show. I think all those things, I don't want to sit here and just, bash them over the head. Do they, do they tonight? That's what it was. So I don't go any further on that. It was just really bad. And what's it add up to Michigan drops to three and 15 in the big 10, eight and 21 overall. When you have a season like this, you're going to have numbers, a first uh, six game losing streak since 2011, uh, 52 points and, been held to 52 points in five, six years, all of that kind of stuff. Um, well, what do you want to say? Sad, bad, all of it applies uh, tonight. Michigan Go Blue is watching this show live, and he puts a feedback out and says that possession that Doug didn't get back on defense after arguing a missed call was embarrassing. But uh, there were a few like that that were embarrassing. When you get two guys out in front 
and 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 Michigan, you can see Michigan in the frame. You guys are standing there. This would be one if not everybody likes things like this. And I don't know if I really like it. I like it if something comes out of it. And, and I'm talking about in baseball when you see guys like uh, the manager, like, take all the cups, you know, throw them out of the dugout, take the bats, start whipping around, spill over the, the spread, the post-game spread, uh, that kind of thing. Is What else are you going to do? Do I think it's going to help Jawan Howard turning over the, the post-game spread in Piscataway? Telling the guys to get out of the bus without showering? I don't know. What do you if, if it worked, what else is he going to try to do? He gave him the, the, uh, the good cop, pat him on the back, love him. After Sunday, well, he couldn't have been more proud of his team. He kept saying it, emphasizing the positives. Really got to give him a pat on the back. Well, he's not going to say anything. He's not going to have anything to say tonight. Well, they're tired, maybe, or so. I don't know. It's almost over this season. And it might be over for Juwan, but who knows? Blank name says he's watching this live. He says he thinks you have to fire Juwan at this point. His only way of saving his job is to see improvement over the course of the season. This is just getting worse out. This is just getting worse every time out. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is getting worse. Nothing in the box score is going to be appealing from a Michigan side. Terrace Reed, 10 points. TW2, 9. Cheddar with 9. I thought Cheddar might have gotten a fight in this game. McDaniel. Oh, McDaniel's going to be hearing it from the opponents about going to class and everything. He was hearing it from... Uh, the traveling contingent from East Lansing. And I don't know about Purdue, but that's what you have to deal with. Uh, McDaniel with uh, a Baker's dozen, 13 points. Namari Burnett, one of eight in this game for five points. And then a bunch of guys that I've never heard of and Trey Jackson. And I cannot tell a lie. George Washington, the third was in there and picked up a deuce. And uh, somebody named C. Smith got a bucket as well. Llewellyn, a goose egg, 0 for 4. A terrible night for U of M. What can you say? Well, we can look forward to the upcoming schedule. And that is brought to you by the Maize and Blue Review. And good afternoon, Michigan football and basketball, which you can hear three times a week right on this very feed you're watching or listening to right now at 2 o'clock, Monday, Wednesday, and, yes, tomorrow at 2 we'll be here on this very feed. And for that schedule, this is it. There's only two games left this year, and we are almost an hour away from March. When the calendar turns, it's a leap day, leap year. Both of those things are true. You you turn the page, 
and you start thinking about the tournament. Everybody's putting their resumes up. And first thing you think about is the Big Ten tournament. And then, obviously, a selection Sunday. Michigan will be involved in the Big Ten tournament. They So they do have three games remaining, but two in the regular season. And if you said, hey, how about Ohio State? I watched, I've been watching. I, I, they've just been on. They beat Purdue. They beat, they beat everybody. Ohio State is, is completely turned things around by firing their head coach. So if you're a Michigan fan saying, hey, you know, like I said, I didn't want to see Juwan fired during the season because, well, you know, it's kind of a, I said it was a Bush League move. But if you were somebody saying, what about Ohio State? Look at them. What's the reason for their turnaround? They're, they're, the reason for their turnaround is that they fired their coach. And, you know, they're, they're winning every ball game, and, and that's who Michigan takes on next. If I would say, you would, if you would ask me what the storyline of Sunday's game is, it's that Michigan has Juwan Howard, and they have stayed with him, and Ohio State can their coach and ever since, they've been lights out. And it's been really amazing. Ohio State's put themselves back into consideration for the NCAA tournament. I know that seems wild to, to say that. But look at them. Ohio State beat Maryland. They beat Purdue. I guess they lost to Minnesota, but they beat the Spartans. That's the one that I was about. Was surprised about on Sunday. Then they beat Nebraska uh, tonight. But I would say that that is the uh, the number one storyline going into the game on Sunday. Ohio State made a move. Michigan didn't. Will it matter for Ohio State? Will Michigan even make a move? That's that's it. There's nothing else. It's it's Michigan Ohio State. Now, if you're a broadcaster, you've got a You've got to play that kind of stuff up. But if you're a fan, you know. Hmm, look at the Buckeyes, what they did. Look at the Wolverines. And really, Michigan fans, you're just holding your breath because you don't know. If I had to guess, I would think that 90% alums, Michigan basketball fans across the country, that I would think 90% would be moving on. But we don't know what Ward Manuel is going to do. You would like to think he was behind the scenes, uh, you know, jockeying for position with all these different coaches, checking his war chest, getting ready to uh, make a big hire. Maybe he will surprise all of us. So, but the two remaining games and then the big 10 tournament, which is Michigan locked up. I was looking at the numbers today. Um, Actually, let's see. Can I tell if they have been able to lock up the 14th seed? Michigan is, yes, they have locked it up. Michigan is 3-15, and 15 and 
the the closest is uh, Ohio State and Maryland. You know, Michigan is a four game lead with two. They've already locked it up before tonight. So Michigan will be the 14th seed in the uh, the Big Ten tournament mm. in Minneapolis. That's about it. You know, some of the names uh, hire Will Wade. I just it might not be the the night you might you might say that's the problem with Michigan when people put names like uh, like Will Wade's up. Will Wade is a fine basketball coach, but Will Wade has a checkered past, and Will Wade is uh, is on tape with the FBI talking about we made a pretty good damn offer, you know, to this player, a couple hundred thousand before the NIL. There's zero chance that Michigan is hiring Will Wade. Now you say that might be a problem. That's the problem with Michigan. You know, they're looking for some squeaky clean, clean coach or something. They don't have to be squeaky clean, but you can't be Will Wade. You can't be Chris Beard, who's also an excellent coach. And I know he got cleared for domestic violence when he was accused of choking his fiance. And then the fiance recanted her story and would not testify, but Texas still fired him. I, you know, like, he's a great coach. He, you know, he, he's in the clear. He's not getting hired at Michigan. It's probably a couple other coaches that you can say, you know, checkered pass. There's Sean Miller. He's an excellent coach. But not with his past. And if you say that's a problem with Michigan, that's all right. I, I think you, you, if that's your opinion, that's fine. And you can say, well, they deserve what they get. Okay. But I also think, and, and so Nate Oates uh, is Alabama's an excellent coach, but he has at least, I think at least $10 million looking at his contract of, of a buyout. And he had the the deal last year with Miller and the 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 murder situation. Even if Michigan was thinking about, even if he had a two million dollar buyout, I don't think Michigan would be touching Oates. And he's an excellent coach. He might be the one of the top five coaches out there. So start looking at other coaches, not the guys that have rap sheets. If you got a sheet, you're not going to be considered. And I think those are that's just the way it's going to go. You might not like that. You might think I'm an idiot. You might think Michigan's stupid for doing that. You know, because this is the way. You know, if you if you want to win, that you have to play the game. You might have a point to that, but I don't think Michigan's playing that game. And now the question is, to me, you could say, do you think? You know, should that be the game? Should they? It's not a high horse. I mean, a, a standard. I think having some standards, um, having a standard or standards that you don't have a sheet, you know, coming in. I think is. Um, I think it's understandable. I'm not criticizing them for that. There's plenty of other coaches out there that that don't have the uh the rap sheets so but we will be hopefully we will be able to cross that bridge 
the bridge of coaching candidates for the University of Michigan. If I had to say right now, I I, I lean barely towards uh, Michigan making a move because it's so bad. It's bottomed out. It is you know on the bottom, and it's terrible. And there's nothing to point to except that no coach is going to succeed with Michigan with their uh, combination of admissions and NIL that those two philosophies together, it's OS. It's going to be extremely difficult for any coach. So who are you going to get there? And so, but you know, that, that doesn't make, um, that's, that doesn't make me still say, oh, let's just go with Juwan because it's really hard getting players through admissions and it's really hard for uh, Michigan with the way they want to do the above board NIL. I know you've got to, you've got to promise guys uh, and you've got to uh, uh, pony up. Let's be, you got to pony up if you want players. And so that's what they're going to, but I don't think those are things that sh- uh, should save. I don't want to make it sound like I think that Michigan should retain Juwan. It's, it's been a bad job. It was a bad job last year. I know he had a nice three years in 2021. I, I thought everything was firing on uh, all cylinders. It was one of the most uh, entertaining seasons that I've ever saw. Michigan, not only was fam- fantastic in the regular season, they came, they had three shots with under a minute to go to the final four. Juwan Howard was coach of the year. He deserved it. I love the season. And then the next year he made the sweet 16. So you can say, wow, but these the last two years have been disasters. He's been a disaster. And and he's part of the 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 self-inflicted wounds with a head coach. Yeah, he cried at his introductory news conference about getting the job. He will have the mirror to look at to start talking about who's to blame. It's nobody except the guy that he'll be looking at in the mirror. He made the poor choices and we've gone over them. Go back and watch. I don't know if you really want to know what all those poor choices are. Go back and and watch uh, some of these post games. I've mentioned it and I say, I'm not mentioning it anymore. We go over and over every game. So that's it. I want to thank everybody for watching. Michigan will be here after the game on Sunday, talking some basketball. I'll be with you tomorrow at two o'clock, talking about a lot of combine and and uh, looking at the the national champs who have taken over Indianapolis, and they're the number one story. The maize and blue. They've got eighteen players in Indy and. And they're all tested and they're all being interviewed. And it's a victory lap for Michigan fans. Even if you're not like, I don't like watching guys run 40s or <laughs> okay. But there's a part of it where it's uh, it's reliving in real time and taking a victory lap if you're a Michigan fan, <clears throat> Michigan football fan. 
and that can be fun. So the final, Michigan loses it by 30, 82 to 52 to Rutgers. <clears throat> They've got two games left in the regular season and in the Big Ten tournament. Thanks so much for watching or listening. Everybody have themselves a great night. See ya.